0: Hey everybody, this is Eddie from A Toast Film. I just wanted to share that this week's episode was actually recorded on Thursday, August 27th. And we happened to get into a superhero discussion. And during that discussion, Black Panther is brought up. Now this was recorded before the tragic loss of Chadwick Boseman, who was a generational talent and a wonderful human being. Next week we'll be paying tribute to Mr. Boseman. And celebrating his life and legacy. But for now, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you.
1: Welcome into a toast of film, everybody. We are super, super excited to have everyone here with us. Uh, I'm your favorite bud, Trey. We got your our uh, second favorite bud over here, Evo. Second fiddle always. <laughs> and guys, we got a great episode here for you because we also got our favorite guest over here, Jerfy Choo Choo. The Jerfy Choo Choo is in the house, and he will be getting his proper introduction later, so stay tuned for that. But guys, we have a fantastic episode day. Eddie, why don't you tell us uh, tell us all what uh, we're gonna be experiencing
0: today? So guys, on today's program, we're gonna be going over three things. You know, today we got three guys, three things, a lot of threes going on. That's pretty good. <laughs> Three million times it took New Mutants to come out, <laughs> but the three things we'll be going over, we'll be going over a brief discussion on the MCU, that's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the DCU, the DC Universe, There's is as cool sounding, and we'll just go over kind of our hopes, our a brief little general on the future of them both. Then we'll be going into why you hopefully came to see here, the New Mutants review. Was it worth waiting 19 years for it to come out? Possibly. Was it worth 19 years for them to just keep it on the shelf? Possibly. <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see. And we'll be ending the show in these Corona times with a mask list. Oh, that's Our my favorite. favorite cinematic mm. list. Oh. That's
1: going to be perfect. That's perfect. It's going to be great. Well, look, let's dive right into it. Let's go in and start about... Yeah, no about... jabberjowing. You're right. Let's go in with the DCU and the MCU. Uh, hey, why don't you start us off? What do you think about the future of both of them? You know, I think,
0: not spoiling review for later, but barring after what we see tonight, it gives me some intrigue when you look at the other properties, because now you got to think, nothing is really, you know, out of Disney's reach.
1: Okay, yeah, I can see that. Do y'all that. concur with that? Because
0: yeah. they purchased 20th Century Fox, so they officially own the X-Men. Yes, so, you know, they still don't got Spider-Man, because Sony, you know, they play in too many reindeer games. I uh, know. But, <laughs> you know, we got Morbius, Venom 2, you know, Woody Harrelson's whack wig, you know, stuff like that. But, um, I think, overall, I what I'm excited about is we seem to be having, on both sides, a lot more spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's What am I looking for? It, it's... It's getting more diverse. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I could agree with that. When you
0: look at the Phase 1 for the MCU, mm-hmm. you know, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Cap, they all felt very centered. Like, they could be one story in the same exact time frame. Yeah. But now we got, like, Doctor Strange. We got WandaVision coming out. We got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, we have, um, I believe... I'm probably going to say this wrong. It's it's not Chun-Li. I think it's like...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I can't think of the name of that one.
0: Listeners out there, if you'll please let us know. Although, <laughs> Jerfy Choo-Choo, he's, he's on the scene. He's a whiz. He's probably going to hit us with an insight. I think it's, it's not Shao Kahn. I keep thinking of things it's not. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do because I think they're letting themselves have fun and letting directors be more creative. Yeah with their aspects.
1: Well, Eva, let me ask you this. Uh Who wins long-term future between DCU and MCU? By the way, the answer was Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi.
0: Shang-Chi. But long-term, I would have to speculate it's going to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm. except there's one thing. So hear me out on this. Okay. Okay? So Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously going to be the golden contender. Mm -hmm. I mean, but here's the thing. We saw Endgame, one of the most incredible feats to ever exist in cinema.
1: You, I think you said it best, a generational movie. Yes. A once-in-a-generation movie. A once-in-a-generation movie.
0: But now everything kind of is going again because the heroes have dropped back down to where they're more, more human, I would mm. say. Because, I mean, the next feature film's maybe Black Widow coming out. Yeah. And, you know, so we don't really have at this moment like all these gods and kings and, you know, giant. We don't have Thanos. We don't know what the next threat is going to be. Yeah, that's true. Which, Trey, what would you like to see as the next major baddie if you had to choose one to pull a Thanos? Oh, man. A lot of options.
1: God, there is a lot of options. Dot Doom. A lot of people want to see Galactus done right. Galactus would be good, but I'm going to be honest with you, Doctor Doom for me. Doctor Doom is one of the best villains to hit to hit Marvel. Ever. It was probably one of the most well-written villains, too. And, you know, if people have read the comics out there, we all know Doctor Doom can do some serious damage. He has really torn up some heroes out there. And, dude, that look. Oh, man. Speaking of masks, mm-hmm. is that not one of the best masks out there?
0: That's a great one, but... It sadly will not be on our list later.
1: Yeah. Because
0: sadly. the only movie we have to base it off is that whack Fantastic Four movie, which I like personally. Let's
1: not talk about that. And
0: the Roger Corman one, which, you know, because we don't count uh, a fan, t- fan four stick. <laughs> I don't remember how they put it on the poster, but there's a four in there. Oh, man.
1: Jeff, you like, uh, you like the Marvel movies? Hmm? I do. You do? So, what, what do you like better in the future, DC or Marvel? And everybody, let me just re-welcome in our boy, Jerfy Choo Choo. Jerfy Choo Choo. The myth, the legend himself right here with us. Yeah, just just wait for
2: later. Oh, yeah. So, all right, Jeff, now chime back in, buddy. What do you think? I think with Disney's track record of producing better movies, mm-hmm. Marvel would be, be, will be better. Mm-hmm. Though I cannot wait for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Oh, God.
1: You know what? I, I cannot wait for that. I got to agree with him on that one. Justice League as a whole, you know, I was not a huge fan of it. It's cause but they, didn't, they didn't set anything up. They like, didn't. But I really am excited for the Snyder Cut, though, because I feel like it's what he really wanted to do. He had to make some cutbacks. I mean, Snyder also... It's like an
2: hour and a half of more content.
0: Let me tell you. Yeah. It's no Green Lantern.
2: Oh, God. Let's edit that out just right so there. Just
0: so y'all know, I am a very strong defender of the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. I know it gets a lot of malign. Even Ryan Reynolds gives it (laughs) flag. But as somebody (laughs) who grew up reading Green Lantern and Green Lantern is one of my favorites, although I will say Jon Stewart is better than Hal Jordan, Mm I think no one can deny
1: that Mark Strong was a perfect Sinestro. Mark Strong was a fantastic Sinestro. There is no one I would have rather seen casted than Mark Strong, and... Even Ryan Reynolds wasn't a bad Hal Jordan, but when you see Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, you you can't really see him in anything else because he fits the role so and well. see, that
0: is why I was saying um, Marvel did decide to lay an egg. Mm-hmm. DC are making moves with brilliant casting. Yes. We oh. got the Batman coming out. Oh, Everyone in that man. looks fantastic. Whether you liked it or not, Joker, Joaquin Phoenix... Great casting. I I think it was a great movie. So, you're getting Gal Gadot, Mm. need we say more, as Wonder Woman. I mean, she... Enough said, dude. I believe she's from Amazonia. Yeah. You know. I just feel that it's all gonna come down to this is Disney... I say Disney because, you know, they own everything. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, you know, if we need a sponsor, Mouse hook us up. (laughs) But, I think this is Disney's race to lose. As much... In my heart, is I love DC, yeah, because like I said, Batman, Green Lantern, especially the Sinestro core. Aquaman. I mean, let's not jump conclusions. I know some like, things. Aquaman, some things are good, yeah. but overall, I think it's Marvel slash Disney's race to lose.
1: And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what I think. I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Everything both y'all said. What I'm really excited to see, and I hope this is happening. I personally like the Marvel. Franchise and the industry better. Mm. Uh, you know, I let's go back to the point you made. Mm-hmm. They make films for fans. They That's really true. do. They've been a wide success. They, oh, dude, incredible success. Huge success. Highest movie. Tons of money. They've mm-hmm. made, m- I mean, shoot, billions. I mean, they've made billions mm-hmm. of dollars. And I think it's, you know, they've come to a point where they're like, look, we don't have to take ourselves seriously. We can make. Great movies, fun movies, fan favorite movies, like Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, man. Taiki yes. Waititi. Yes. I mean, they're getting these great directors mm-hmm. that have comedy backgrounds that also can make a fantastic movie. This is what I'm hoping to see from DC. To answer everyone's question, though, I agree. I think it's it's Marvel's to lose. I think they still hold the key to the future and the most success, but what I'm really hoping for DC is they get a chip on their shoulder, and you know I always feel like the team that has the chip on their so- shoulder has the edge sometimes, you know. And I'm kind of hoping that DC really starts to get in gear. When I mean, when I saw that Batman trailer, I felt a grittiness that they were trying to speak to the world about DC. I mean. Like we said in the last episode, the Batman trailer is one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. A I, I've watched it 15 times. I, it's It just sets a tone for a movie I haven't felt in a long time. Can I
0: say one point about your chip on the shore theory? hmm So, I'm working on a good analogy. So, one, just to mess with these two, I'm an avid wrestling fan. So, there was two companies, WWE and TNA. Okay. TNA was a brilliant company. Okay. When they were doing their own thing, then when they tried to go main mainstream and compete with WWE, they became WWE liked Okay. Where they just did everything WWE did. Ah. And so it took them down a peg. And for me, that's what the DC universe's problem was. Yes. You had great movies like Batman '89. You had great movies like Green Lantern. Yeah. You had great movies. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. You had great movies like the Nolan trilogy. Oh, man. Fantastic. And then, if you notice, other than little spots of brightness, DC's problem was they, betri- they tried to become Marvel. They did.
1: Without making their own identity. You could not have said it better. This is what I've been saying from the, the get-go. DC has a... Extremely successful formula. They, everyone associates DC as the dark universe. Yeah. You know, it's the detective comics. Yeah. Who doesn't love a mystery? Which that's another reason I'm very excited for Batman. It's Riddler and Batman, very like mysterious. I'm excited about the whole thing. But everyone knows DC is very dark. And I've been saying this from the get go, guys. If DC did one thing, and this one thing only. I think it could set them apart from Marvel and create that difference, and that is create R-rated movies across the board and make them gory, dark, visionary, and, I mean, just all around, I think that would be a success. People would go and see that. I'm telling you, I'm going to go and say it right now. I want I to want known right now that the new Batman movie... It will produce the numbers of Black Panther. Black Panther was a major, major success for Marvel. It did one of the few things that any of the Marvels did was it grossed $800 million domestically, which was big for Marvel because most Marvel movies didn't gross that domestically. That was like worldwide gross. I think the same thing is going to happen with Batman. I think we're looking at half a billion domestically when this movie comes out. It's going to be a major success, and because it is dark, I'm looking at more of a ceiling of about
0: 320 mil. Because to me, I think the Batman's going to be a fantastic movie. Uh, I yeah, haven't seen too. anything between the director, the actors, you know, just the trailer in general, as we keep talking about, because that's yes. all we have right now. Yeah, I think that it's going to be a fantastic movie. But Black Panther had on its side that it was bringing just this cultural phenomenon to the screen. So true. So people were flocking. And needed. And needed. I know several people, personally, that don't go to movies. Yeah. But they went to be part of that because... Oh, man. You know, that was a celebration of a culture. Yeah. That, you know, hadn't really been
1: celebrated. People were having fun going to the movies. Mm-hmm. They were dressing up going to the movies. Me- it was like... Great movie. Amazing. And it was. It, Black Panther was an amazing movie. And it was a great accomplishment, too. So
0: it's going to be interesting to see when this comes out because we'll have this audio. So we'll be able to, you know, revisit and see. I'm saying domestic, a ceiling of 320. And international, I'll push it. I don't think it's going to do as well international. So I'll push it to maybe like a combined. Five
1: hundred, five sixty. Okay. Now keep in mind, The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan, one of the best movies of all time. It did, it did reach a billion. So I'm excited to see how this compares to the Dark Knight trilogy. We'll see. It's got a lot to live up to for the Nolan, the night.
0: Are we gonna kill the Riddler? You know, because yeah. I mean, Heath Ledger died. That kind of added to some pocketbooks. That, that
1: really did. But like, final thoughts. So we, I personally think. Marvel is uh, the one to lose this. They're going to make, you know, they're going to continue to make great films, even if they keep it safe. Marvel has had a formula of just fun, lighthearted, a lot of laughs, Mm -hmm. but it's a formula that continues to work. So I think they're going to keep it going. DC, on the other hand, I really do hope to see a really good stride for them. I hope they do keep this chip on their shoulder and keep up with the success they've made creating this Batman movie, which I think is going to be very successful, Wonder Woman 84, Mm -hmm. the Wonder Woman before, they just keep the train rolling, and the Joker, and let's Mm -hmm. not forget about the Joker. If they keep this dark vision, some R-ratedness... And some experimental. And very much so, they can can catch up to Marvel. They just have to do it right, and you said it best, they cannot follow in Marvel's footsteps. Final thoughts for you on the discussion.
0: Final thoughts. I agree with everything Trey said. I think that for DC to be successful, as it's shown, they just have to try and be themselves. They yeah. can't try and be Marvel because mm-hmm. Marvel has one of the biggest studios of all time backing it. Yeah. And not just that, but they have quality people like Kevin Feige working on all these. Absolutely. So I just think DC seems to be starting to get a good track record going. They just need to, you know, they need to keep the training wheels on yep. with what they have going and then they'll take them off and they're going to soar. And run with it. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Jeff, final thoughts? I agree. I think DC tried to become Marvel too soon with having essentially only two characters established with Superman and Batman didn't even have his own movie. He was just in BBBS. Yeah. And yeah. no other character was established in the DC EU. It was just straight from Man of Steel to BVS to yep. Justice League, and that's what really probably hindered DC, the DC EU by just trying to go straight into straight, straight into Justice League. Yep. No standalone movies or characters, no backgrounds.
1: Totally rushed. I agree.
2: And I the the recent success of like Wonder Woman, and I do think the new Batman will do good. I don't think it'll do that good as Black Panther. I think it'll probably hit around probably eight hundred total. Okay, oh, that's more than me. Yeah, between, I, between like late seven to seven to eight, yeah, somewhere around there. You might, yeah, you. Might, I could see that too. And I, I, I like the casting. I don't. I, I buy Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Yeah, I buy, It's a but, buy for me. But like when I see him as like Bruce Wayne, I don't know if I see it exactly because I feel like when I think think of Bruce Wayne, I think of like a a tall uh, man. Who's smart, but when Brawny. I see right, but when I see Robert Pattinson in the trailer, he looks like a thirty year old kid.
1: Yeah, he he looks like a year two Batman, and which I th- I feel like they are going for. So a younger, more experienced, maybe not as, you know, swole version of a of a Bruce like, Wayne Batman. Like if I
2: were to take Robert Pattinson's Batman or or Batfleck, I would take Batflick all the way. I, I but see he's him. a grizzled vet.
1: Yeah, I see. Yeah, it's we'll just true. we'll just have to see how it goes out. But look, guys, this is the moment we've all been waiting for, and I am extremely excited to be reporting in. And we might be one of the first first podcasts to be announcing this right now. I just want to throw that out there. But let's dive in to the new mutants review. God, I mean, I never thought I was gonna see this movie. What about y'all? I you know I've been waiting thirty seven years. Yeah, it feels <laughs> yeah. like it's been production. It feels like it's but, been uh, an eternity. <laughs>
0: Trey, before we get into that, so this evening we went to the theater to see The New Mutants. We did. With uh, me, Trey, Dreffy Choo Choo. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let me explain to y'all the bane of my existence. This is a hot
1: button issue, guys. Get ready.
0: Yes, and comment, tweet, email us. Let us know your thoughts on this. (laughs) So, this mug, every time we go to a movie... Only if I'm there. I don't know if he does this when I'm not there. Jeffrey Choo Choo to be in context. Yeah, Jeffrey Choo Choo. But I will be sitting there. You know, popcorn, drink. Sometimes just a drink. Sometimes nothing. And
1: y'all know me. I'm really not a popcorn drinker. So I just go and. So this man will pull a can Coke from nowhere. I think
0: he has like a mutant ability where he just makes them appear. He's frugal, and he will set it. In the cup holder. Mm-hmm. And so me being, you know, a little bit of a goody shoes, I'm like, oh my God, this man. So then, let me tell you what he does. He sits there calculating, just with this menacing look of silence, waiting for the perfect moment when the theater gets so quiet you could hear a pin drop during mm-hmm. the trailers. And, and he waits for people to be in there. He can't do it when he first sits down and there's nobody there. But it ruins waits. the effect it right. ruins the effect so he waits right when it gets quiet in between the trailer coming soon duh, 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 duh. it gets quiet and you just hear <laughs> 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 and this man
1: the bane of my existence he has to do that but yeah guys let me tell you what I eat it up because it just eats at Eddie so, so bad and I laugh so hard you know, um it's sorta sorta become a tradition. I feel like me and Jeff will bring in KFC, Taco Bell, okay. you know, crystals, <laughs> beers, I, I mean, you name it, it's a lot. whatever's gonna make the movie going experience even better, it just eats at Eddie because you know, he is by the books and God bless him for certain things. He's he's you know, he's a role player, you know. We need on certain things. We do need people like I respect like, the theater. We do need people like Eddie. Um,
2: but he uh, like Green Lantern—that's debatable. Yeah,
1: I mean he likes Green Lantern. He's playing by the rules.
0: Um, well, you know what? Let's since we're talking about cracking a cold one mm-hmm. tonight, we're reviewing New Mutants, but we're also going to be reviewing some New Brutants. <laughs> because this week, oh, God. in our toast <laughs> to a film, we are toasting New Mutants, and we are toasting it with the Space Cake Double IPA clown shoes oh wow this is a nine percent nine percent or so nine
1: not ten yeah not ten this is a hot button issue let me go ahead and tell you guys for the beer connoisseurs out there the craft beer drinkers you have got to pick up space cake Wait, wait, wait. Don't get into a review just yet. You got to, you know. Well, you know, I'm just getting excited, guys. You got to tickle him before you jump in. Okay, well, guys, just keep your eyes out for Space Cake in the theater. You know, in the theaters. Oh, God. (laughs) He's an an alcoholic. Let him talk
2: about his beer. Oh, God. (laughs)
1: Because some theaters are going to carry it, but we'll
0: see. Okay, so before these two get in, because these guys, I will give them credit. Jeff and Trey, better known as T-Ray 3000 and Jervie Choo Choo, They are very big on craft beers. They're very big on enjoying a beer. I'm very good at out-chugging them, making them look like sissies. (laughs) And I'm more of a liquor man. You know, I I enjoy good liquor. So I'm not really a beer guy. So I'm going to go first, get my Philistine opinion out of the way. So that we can have the true critiques come in and let us know about the clown shoes. Okay. Sounding pretty good from Trades In. So, first off, y'all know I'm big into animation. I think the cover art is sensational. It's got superheroes on it. It's got a lot of bright, bold coloring. And it has space cupcakes. I mean, what else do you need? The space cupcakes, they're hunting the superheroes. I mean, that's just cool. As for the flavor, I personally think that, while it's not my favorite... I think it is very I think it's very drinkable because, as I said, I'm very big on chugging, but with this, because of the little bit of bitterness for me at least, I think that it's a very good beer if you just want something to
1: sip on. okay, I would not be mad at this. You know what i i am inclined to agree with you i I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys, you know, I'm a beer drinker. You know, I like to have a good beer every night, you know, before I go to bed. Maybe a beer in the morning before I wake up to work. Oh, Lord. But, um... Like I said, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, um... Space Cake's fantastic beer, guys. Let, let's talk about a couple of things. One, let's talk about the value. Okay, it's $14. For a four-pack. For a four-pack. Of tall cans. But it is a pint-sized beer, so you really get... You really get six beers out of it. And it's way more alcohol per volume than your, your normal Bud Light. So you're getting, like we were saying, 9% with this compared to 4%. So you could drink one of these a day, you know, gets you right where you need to be. But the taste is fantastic. Extremely dangerous, guys. It's a double IPA. supposed to be very hoppy. It's extremely smooth. I mean, I'm over here. I'm on my second beer. It's not hard to drink. Very drinkable. I'm enjoying it very much. And the best part about it, guys, all y'all know we're big, we're big movie goers. We're big superhero fans. We just had to get clown shoes. I mean, it's got a superhero right on the front of the can. It looks like the Death Star in the background shooting lasers it's from... cupcakes. Yeah, but it's cupcakes. Shooting lasers from cupcakes like the resistance. What's not catchy about this beer? I mean, it caught my eyes right off the shelf. We had to buy it. Me and Jeff scooped it up. The force Um, is strong with this one. I'm very excited to promote this beer. Uh, And by the way, guys, we're um, we're not paid to promote this. This is just something I'm very excited to share with y'all. Pick it up if y'all see it. Totally worth it. What do you think, Jeff? We're not going to steer y'all wrong. I'll just mention
0: that. Yeah. Jeff,
2: do you have any final thoughts on the clown shoes? I think the beer is great. It's not too bitter. It does go down smoothly. Um, I will say it's it's very easy to out AVV some water that is by light. <laughs> um, it's it's a, I think it went down very smoothly. I think it's a great beer. It just tastes tastes fine. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't taste like piss water that is natty light. Yeah, exactly. And Although I do
1: like natty light too.
2: It's because you're freaky. <laughs> um, and it, it doesn't. It's not too fruity. It's, it's got a good taste. Okay. Well, that's what the viewers need to hear, guys.
1: Pick it up in the in the stores. Clown shoe, space cake, double IPA. But getting back to the best point here, now that we've gone through our beer choice, New Mutants. Wow. But right. Before we get into New Mutants. Oh man, we're really leaving y'all on a cliffhanger, guys. Well, you know, I mean, they left
0: us on a cliffhanger.
1: <laughs> I think- yeah, New Mutants. Yeah, we're we're leaving y'all on a cliffhanger the same way New Mutants left us on a cliffhanger. Get back to us in three years. We'll give you a okay. our
0: review. <laughs> Well, I just, you know, this is a monumental occasion because yeah. this is the first movie we reviewed that you and I saw together. Yes. We have a special guest. Yep. So, I wanted to give a little introduction.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. You know,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be reviewing by 20th Century Fox, that was later purchased by mm-hmm. Disney, that is finally being released, The New Mutants, filmed in 2015. It is finally hitting the big screen. <laughs> your critiques tonight are Ebo, your boy. Trey, aka T Ray three thousand and our special guest. He's the man that once dropped twenty five thousand dollars at a strip club. He is the epitome of
1: all men.
0: He's twice the man you could ever be.
1: Wears Sex Panther as a cologne.
0: And twice the man she'll ever get. He Dumb. builds planes for a living. Not true. And he's ready to take that cockpit into overdrive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jerfie Choo Choo. What's up? All right. I'm sorry for any earphone listeners. All right. But Trey, this is huge.
1: It is huge, guys. I mean, New Mutants. We've been dying to see it. We have waited for a horror Marvel superhero movie... For three, four years now?
0: And we still didn't get it.
1: Yeah. To an extent. A little spoiler, we still didn't get it, but I will say, it is spookier than any other movie. I give it like
0: a spooky sci-fi movie.
1: Yeah, I'll give it that. Like
0: a sci-fi movie you might put on Mm. during Halloween.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So... You want me to start off on this one? You know what? How about you lead the way? We'll okay.
0: get a we'll get a little jerfy choo choo train going. Okay. Get old T Ray on that the front. That sounds dirty. You know we'll have me in the middle and we'll have old old choo choo at the caboose.
1: All right. Well, let me let me go ahead and start by saying, on a Rotten Tomato score here, I give it a solid seventy five out of a hundred. Three years in anticipation, it's hard not to have your expectations set extremely high, and for the most part, guys. This movie delivered. I mean, it gave me what I was really expecting from a horror Marvel movie. I was, you know, wondering how are they going to do this? Are, are there going to be jump scares? Is it going to be eerie? Is it going to feel like a superhero movie? Well, they pretty much did all the above. Without giving any spoilers away, the movie was spooky. It wasn't scary by any means. If, you know, if you're going on a date night your you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, they're they're nerve wracked on scary movies. They can go to this movie. It's yeah. not that bad. But it does have some really good, eerie scenes that that I think it's fair to say stuck with us. All of us. Some really cool scenes they did that I wasn't expecting. But what they did with this movie, making it an X Men mutant movie, oh, it was it was so interesting guys. I'm gonna go ahead and be honest mm-hmm. with you. When we think of X Men and mutants, we think of the X Men. We think of Charles Xavier. We think of, you know, Logan, um, Storm, Cyclops, yes, yeah, Magneto. We think of these guys that are free. They they do whatever they want. They live, you know, either at the university that Charles Xavier started, or they're you know wild roaming like Sabertooth or you know
0: Magneto. University.
1: Well, yeah, it's a university. It's the school for gifted youth. Well, yeah, it's a university, though. Yeah, it's a mm, university, guys. That's reaching. It's a gifted university. It's a private school, pretty that much.
2: E- they graduate with a degree in X-Men. Yeah, it's, Actually, they don't. Well, no, they do. No. All they right, told me right. We're, we're
1: going to get facts on this. We're going to fact check this. That's but, not canon. Long story short... Cyclops told me. When you pretty much think of any kind of mutants, you think of it being... Well, the X-Men, like I was saying, but when you get a taste of new mutants you realize that not all mutants have a luxury lifestyle. I mean, they they live you know in experimental cages pretty much in this mm-hmm. movie. You want to talk about you know kind of a, a, a dark university with cathedrals. That's where they're at in this one. and it's what happens if you say no to Charles? Yeah, exactly. But guys, I'm gonna tell you, this is a darker movie. Um, definitely, definitely. Since we're talking about DC and Marvel, still very much has a Marvel feel, but it's Marvel's take on the Dark Universe. I think that's pretty fair to say. But overall, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I loved it. Um, I I would rewatch the movie. I would buy it on Blu-ray and rewatch it. But um, you know. I set such a high bar. Like I said, for the most part, it exceeded it. Um, uh, You know, let me leave it at that. Eddie, what are your takes? All
0: right. So, for me, and I will be posting a written review to our Facebook page, Twitter, and everything. So, be on the lookout for that because words are not my strong suit. But, I will say, I had so much hype and going on a train that my... Expectations going into this were a bit skewed. Would that be fair to say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: I think, in parts, the movie very underdelivered, and that could be due to reshoots. That could be due to anything because they did some reshoots. They were scheduling some and didn't do them. You know, they just tossed this movie around. Yeah. But overall, I think it's a very good film, and I think it's a very good film. So at the end. No spoilers, of course. At the end, when you get to the big, baddie finale, because, let's be honest, every superhero movie has one. Yeah, a third act. So nobody can say spoiler on that. You know you gotta have your big, triumphant third act. Yeah. So, I think that that scene shows the best parts and worst parts of the movie. Because certain characters are developed very well in this movie. Yeah. And then... There's certain characters that are underdeveloped. Yes. Because, you know, there's one guy, I'm, I apologize I did not look up at the actor's name, He we get this backstory about him, and that's just it. We just get one small thing. And then you have Maisie Williams, who we get some good backstory on. But let me tell you, and I think Trey and Durfee Choo Choo will not disagree on this, Anna Taylor-Joy, you may know her as that girl with the really big eyes from Split and The Vavitch She is the breakout star of this movie. Now, she has an accent that, you know, it can be argued, not the greatest. Is that fair to say, Jerfy? I don't know. I
2: don't know what a, what a Russian accent sounds like.
0: Della But That
2: was probably trash.
0: But she is incredible because we really get a feel for her. And when it all comes into play, it is the best part of the movie. I personally could not say any other part of the movie.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with Eddie on this one. Anna Taylor Joy did a fantastic job, and I personally also liked Charlie Heaton. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he was the guy Steve from Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, Steve from Stranger Jonathan. Things. Jonathan. I think. Oh yeah, he to me. Yo, yeah, no, yeah. he wasn't Steve, Eddie He duh. wasn't Steve. I've been saying Steve it, all night. I apologize, him. people. But, like, you I'm going to be honest with you. a fan. <laughs> I really think that Charlie Heaton did a fantastic job. He, to he was me, very good. He, to me, was very underrated. You know, I think he did a an excellent job with his accent because he also had a very southern Kansas accent. Kentucky. Or, yeah, was it Kentucky? Kentucky. Yeah, but I felt for him, like, I felt his performance. He was the only one that actually made... Well, I mean, I can honestly say he was, his was the only performance throughout the whole movie that actually kind of, like, made your heart sink a little bit. Because yeah. you heard his story, and you felt it when he was describing his situation, you know? But Anna Taylor-Joy, she kept her performance up the whole movie, and... That girl keeps getting better and better with each
0: movie that she's allowed to actually you know yeah. stand out in she can show that like you have people who will go back to the Vivage and you know they'll talk trash about her when she was in split they'll talk trash about her hmm. she has the potential to be a leading actress yeah she if does. given the opportunity I saw emma earlier this year okay where she was the lead star and let me tell you it was oscar material she was in
1: yeah. Eddie went with my girlfriend, guys. I did. True story. And they both really liked it. And I got
0: digits that night, not Trey's girlfriend, though.
1: <laughs> True story. Hey, he can take her on a date as long as uh, it, it helps my wallet out. Yeah. <laughs> and I did cry, just so y'all know. <laughs> and her third act in New Mutants was excellent. You, you talk about a character you hate in the beginning, you tolerate in the middle... And you love at the end, that is her character to the T. You just gotta watch it, guys, and see. I will tell you this. The only thing I believe this movie suffered from was runtime. Eddie's gonna disagree with me on this one because guys, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you Eddie is an hour and thirty-minute type movie goer. Oh. Oh. But oh, I wish you would say this. He is an hour thirty-minute type. Runtime goer, and I, I've known this for years, he always, any time you hear a movie, he's always saying it was too long, it was too long. This movie needed to be longer. There was characters that needed to be more developed, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Hey, Jeff,
0: back me up on this. So, just so I know, what? Jeff always likes to give me grief, because that's just the kind of friends we are. I mean, I sleep on his couch, we're just great friends. Mm. But, Jeff, what was the first thing I said to you in the car when we were driving to the studio.
2: Oh, I forget that. That was a long time ago, Eddie.
0: See what I mean? I said, I think... I asked him how long the movie was. I said, I think uh, the movie should have been two hours long.
1: How long was the movie? An 90, hour and a 95 half. Ninety-five minutes. Ah. And I actually
0: said they should add right, 25 right. minutes. Guys, I, I have
1: brought Ebo to the dark side. I'm very happy to hear that, buddy. I, that's a great, uh, great point. The, they had good characters, but they weren't developed enough. Yeah, because... Well, the I don't only, want to give o- any spoilers. The only
2: development you get is the explanation of the powers of each character, kind Anna, of which happened to which happened to deal with the main plot of the movie, and Anna Taylor Joy
1: and Charlie Heaton. Those are really the only two characters you get backstory on, and maybe no, the you main get, chick. You get
2: backstory on every character in the movie when, when at the near the end of the second act. Yeah, when. Everything's going crazy. Yeah. You get backstory and all the characters and how they got sent to yeah. the doctor's place. You get just enough. Right. Like with uh, Sunspot, yeah. you get just enough of how he got sent there. You get yeah. that's... He needed it. more. They both needed more. They really did. And, um, right, because with, with uh, Charlie Heaton's character... You got backstory throughout the entire movie because he was talking to people all the time. Yeah, and then you got a vision he had about why he got sent there. Well, let me ask you this: Do you agree, with me and Eddie, that the movie should have been thirty minutes longer? I think maybe not thirty, but it could have done better with some more, with a, longer movie, with a, a, maybe a little more character, a little
1: role. more content. That's, um, but guys, I'm going to be honest with you. We I think a general consensus is. We all really like the movie, mm-hmm. but, you know, when we went to the theater, Trey, so
0: Trey thinks New Mutants great, what you, would what'd
1: you say your Rotten tomato score was? I would honestly give New Mutants a 75 out of 100.
2: I would give it between a 6.5 and, and a 7.
0: And y'all know me, I do stars, so I would give it a solid 4 out of 5 stars. So 80%. So we're all around the same. Yeah. But, you know, when we went and saw this, from what it sounds, great movie. Yeah. We had our mask on. Yeah. And, you know... Called a good movie, not great. And, you know, that brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to the end of the show, which brings us to the list of the week.
1: Woo! Are y'all ready for this, guys?
0: The task this week was, if you were designing, like, a movie theater room, and you had five mannequin heads on the wall, and you got to choose five masks from a cinematic movie... So we didn't include TV shows, we didn't include t- comics, so that's why you probably won't see Doctor Doom on here. We were like, okay, pick five that you could have somebody walk in and see, and you'd be like, these are some dope masks. Yeah. And so
1: last week, I went first. So this week, I want Trey to go first. Okay. And Jerfy Choo Choo is going to spot check us. He's going to be commenting. And commenting, you're Critiquing. Right. Okay, I can't yes, you
2: so, check you on a mask. That's your
1: opinion. Yeah, I mean that's true, but I mean you know. Check- well, here's the thing. Wrong. Here's the thing though. Mask, not helmet. So you can check us on that. So you know, Darth Vader. You know he doesn't he, really. Count. He has a mask. That's more of a helmet. No, he has a mask. So we did
0: discuss this greatly. So stormtrooper, deathly helmet. Darth Vader though is technically a mask that he puts a cowl on top of ah, to so cover his bald head. Ah. But he technically has a mask on.
2: Because he has a. He uses the, the mask to breathe.
0: The breathing modulator. Okay. But interesting. Would you want just the mask without the cowl on your exactly. wall? Exactly. And you wouldn't. It's a good point. I mean, to bring you up. might. Yeah. I personally wouldn't. It doesn't complete the look. Yeah. Dang which is why,
1: spoiler alert, Predator is not on my list. Same. Same. And for that exact same reason. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I'm going to dive right into it. And I'm going to go from my number five up to my number one. So, if five masks were hanging and mounted in my room on my wall these are the five i'd want to complete a story and number five is going to be guy fawkes mask in v for vendetta classic Classic. that movie and that mask i mean i can't think of anarchy without thinking about that mask that fair to say? Great mask. Great
0: performance by the very underrated Hugo Weaving. Oh, fantastic actor.
1: But yeah. I, you, Weaving. Yeah, love he's Hugo great in Everything
2: he is. Mr. Everything Anderson. he's done.
1: Yeah. Everything he's done is fantastic. And that mask, it it's a devious looking mask. It's with, very with no one wearing it. You can put it on your wall and it looks scary. It's very mischievous. It is. But I'm very, very excited about my number four. Well, I'm really excited about all of them, but this is one I know neither one of y'all are expecting on my list. My number four is The Hag Mask from Curtains. Hmm. Have y'all seen Curtains? I haven't. 1986 film. Ooh. Okay. 1986 film about a director hiring six actresses. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, because I really do want y'all to go watch this movie, Solve the Mystery. Do you happen to remember the director? I don't remember the director.
0: Okay, just if you happen to be interested, Mm -hmm. Curtains from 1986.
1: Great movie. I'm going to tell you, serial killer kills these actresses in an isolated area where they are supposedly filming the movie. And the hag mask on this killer, it still haunts me to this day, guys. Is it witch-like, would you say? Very witch-like, very human-like. It just has nothingness, I mean, in the eyes. Mm. And when this thing is charging at you with this mask, I mean, the mask still haunts me, guys. It really does. Watch Curtains, 1986. Fantastic. 1983. 1983? 1983. By Richard Kupka. Yes, that is it. Oh my God. See, this is my three spot check. This is why Jeff's here. I, I said he was going to spot check me. He just didn't know why. Look, we
2: have to be technically correct. You're absolutely of, right. Well, guys. This is why Eddie hates me.
1: <laughs> no, I hate you for many other reasons. Well, guys, let me, reason. let me go and dive into my number three here. My number three is the Rabbit Mask from Donnie Darko. Great. Great mask. I, I'm i going to be honest with you. One of my favorite films. Very underrated. I need to go back and rewatch it. Just because it's already been a year. And I love that movie so much. But the Donnie Darko, The Rabbit Mask is... I mean... It's iconic. It's iconic. And it's terrifying. How do you take a bunny and make it scary? The Rabbit Mask. So, guys. My number two film for a mask... The Haunted Mask from Goose Classic. I I mean, it's... It's a good-looking mask. It's a great-looking mask. It almost made my cut. And honestly, Haunted Mask 1 and 2 could have easily made the cut. Great. But, I mean, I would... I love that, you know, series so much this had to make my list. And my number one, guys, I know because I know Eddie did not make his list, but Michael Myers had to be on there. It is the most iconic horror mask Mm -hmm. of all time. William Shatner's face, you know, unfinished. It's just scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. (laughs) But guys, William Shatner, a great actor. Michael Myers, great villain. And the Michael Myers mask had to make my number one. That's a quality list, Dre. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, let's dive into yours. We may have
0: our first crossover episode.
2: Oh! All right, BoJack.
1: With
0: my list, I didn't do them five to one. Okay. Because I just, you know, they're all going to be on this wall. Mm-hmm. So these are in no particular order. Because one, I want to save for last just to see how. Is Trey this someone you said I would never guess? He would never guess this. I'll mm-hmm. put money on the counter. He would never guess this. So, so I
2: want to say it's technically a mask. Okay. It is. I know. That's what I said. It's technically a mask.
0: It's totally a mask. Okay so here's my five so let me start out with a movie that I adore Trey adores I even won as this one Halloween and that is Sam Himes mask oh. from Trick or Treat
1: God I, you know what I'm ashamed I didn't put it on my list but dude you had a great list Michael
0: Myers included so I put Sam Hime because I felt I tried to be different with each mask and I love the burlap mask I just think it's scary Anytime you put a burlap mask on somebody, like, if you had one put on you and you couldn't see, that's terrifying. Yeah. But I just think the burlap mask is pretty cool. Yeah. So, the crossover aspect, I had Frank the Rabbit from Donnie Darko.
1: Oh, man. that Guys, if that does not show you how similar me and Eddie are in our picks, I, I don't because know. Because,
0: well. not only a fantastic movie. Yes. But, just, when you see the mask throughout the movie... You think that's its face at first. Yeah. Till you later learn... Uh, spoiler alert, it came out like 20 years ago. Yeah. I think that's okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, so do the hack mask kind um, Yeah, but...
1: Go, but ahead. go ahead, Eddie.
0: But, spoiler, Frank is actually a person in a costume. Yeah. And he says an iconic line, you know, where Donnie's like, Why are you wearing that stupid rabbit mask? And he's like, Why are you wearing that stupid human mask? Which, just great film, great mask. Yes. So my next mask, and this one, it's funny that Trey brought up Black Panther earlier because my third I would have on there would be the Killmonger Tribal Mask.
1: Oh, yes, 100%.
0: I love Michael B. Jordan. Great. Anything he's in, I have to see. Even Fan stick. Yeah. Because Michael B. Jordan is just an incredible actor, but he also just looks cool.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Like, he carries himself very well. He carries himself, like, That's somebody I want to go to the gym. Yeah, I want to work out. You know, I want to dress better, drink a beer with. Yeah, I just want to hang out because
2: he works out a lot.
0: I just want to hang out with this dude. Yeah, and when he steals that mask and then you know hits the explosion, but he puts it on first. Yeah, that's just a great scene. Beautiful mask too. Oh, the mask exquisite. I would have it right in the middle. Yeah, but my next one and so trey was talking about how iconic michael myers mask is because you know that's michael myers yeah i went a little different okay i decided to go with the ghost face mask from the scream franchise Mm. and i went with it because what i love about scream it could be anybody under a mask yeah it could be your neighbor
1: which every single movie was Mm -hmm. a different person it
0: could be your mama they had that happen. Oh. It could be your best friend. It could be your girlfriend. You just don't know. And that's what I love about that aspect is it's somebody who's coming to get you, but you don't know where
1: the knife's coming from. Yeah. I mean, Ghostface and Scream, one of the best franchises, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, Solid four in movies. horror cinema, because they, they flip the horror tropes on themselves and they do something different, unique, and they're all fun. Yeah. They're all fun to watch. I love the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. Great, ma- I mean, great mask, great list so far.
0: So, Trey, my number five mask. The one you'd never guess. Put money down, you'd never figure out. And what's cool about this is I could choose different ones. Okay. You know, uh. Kinda cheating a little bit. It's not cheating. Because it's a mask. We said it had to be a mask. Okay. Trey, I'm going to give you a hint and see if you can guess it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. (laughs) Mission Impossible 3. The Mission Impossible mask is so cool throughout the franchise. Oh, Because they have so many gotcha moments. Wow. Where they reveal it.
1: I never thought about that. Mm Mm-hmm. And what a great addition to that list. Yeah. What a great addition. I would probably, Philip Seymour Hoffman is one of my
0: go-tos because Mission Impossible 3, personally, I feel was the first good Mission Impossible.
1: The first of the three.
0: I I was not too keen, I think they're good movies, but I wasn't too keen on one or two, but something about three, and it was probably Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. So I'd either get him, or what was our guy from Possum?
1: Oh, uh, Sean Harris. Or Sean Harris? From the, the five and six. Yeah. Let me go and tell you three, four, five, and six were all bangers for me. They're great. I wasn't so keen on five. But three, four, and six? Oh, for three, you?
0: four, and six. Incredible man. i put them against
1: about anything. The only one that really wasn't good for me was two. Yeah, two's not so great. But, but man, that three. What a great list. I never would have considered that because you know what? The Mission Impossible masks are what makes their espionage journey. So many times in the Mission Impossible franchise, they fake an identity yeah. with a mask. Insert pl- DSS de-
2: it's it's de- machina.
1: Exactly, and wow, you're right. I never would have thought that. Great list, great mm-hmm. mask. Told you, man. Jeff, what do you think, buddy? You got uh, any in the in the in the list you're thinking there's of? Some great
2: lists. I would agree with all of them. I would also an honorable mention would be the jigsaw mask from Saw, mm, the pig face, the, the no the uh, well
0: the other one's not really a mask that's a puppet. Is it? Yeah, the little clown. You talking about
1: Billy? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Billy's Billy. a puppet.
1: Yeah, Billy's more of a puppet, but mm-hmm. the pig
2: mask from yeah, Saw that, with the
0: wig crazy. that was scary. That was scariest. But there
2: are there are masks of the of the of the, of the Saw. Well, I mean, the, they yeah, got the, masks of
0: Woody from Toy Story. It don't mean it
1: can't. But you, you know what? I'll give you that. There. I, I mean, I really do. If it is a mask. And it counts. No, it
0: has to be in a cinematic movie. Gosh. Jerfy Choo Choo, Bane of My Existence. We're if glad you
2: can make he decided... If a decide... mask out of it, then it's a mask. I'm about to make a like mask if they, out of Like, it. if there was a mask of Shrek, it's the best mask ever. I'm the...
1: the first Leatherface episode right now. <laughs> Jerfie Choo Choo is about to be walking around on Eddie's face. But, guys, we just appreciate everybody
0: who, whether this is your first time... Where this is your second time, where this is your hundred trillionth time. We don't care. I
2: want, I want
0: and whether you're listening at home, you know, walking, at work, we just appreciate you all being here. And if you would like to contact us, you can do so by going facebook.com toast2film. That's the number two. You can go on Twitter at film underscore toast, or you can email us at bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from all of us here, we wish you good night and good viewing.